0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance cdkng.com slash bball for eligibility deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome back into the podcast that we like to call from the podium where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride podcast network Stephen Serta. On Monday, the Chiefs wrapped up rookie minicamp, getting their new draft class on the field for the first time. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, cornerback Joshua Williams, safety Nazeel Johnson, and linebacker Mike Rose. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Joshua Williams. After that, we will take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with safety Nazee Johnson and linebacker Mike Rose. Here's Andy Reid.
1: All right. Um, I really don't have any injuries to talk about. I I guess Sky would be the the one if there's anything, but you guys already know the information there. Tweaked his hamstring um, before he got here, and uh, we'll be ready to go when he gets back. So that's where we're at. Anyways, with that... um, I'm gonna leave it time's yours here.
0: It's been three years, basically, since you've had a working minicamp this big, with this many players and everything. What was it like? What was your kind of feel getting back into
1: it? Yeah, it was great. It was great to get everybody in here, these young guys in here. We brought did a nice job of supplying us with uh, too deep for every position, at least. And we were able to get some good teamwork in. I think it's a good foundation for the young guys that, that are coming back. Not everybody's making the team, obviously, that was out here. So, but the ones that are coming back at least in a week, they'll be able to hit the ground running, know the snap count. I mean, you're, you're down to the basics, right? So, snap count, how to get in the huddle, what the coverages are, fronts, so, it's good. Andy, uh, Beach talked about this on draft day, but wanted to get your take uh, as the coach. What did you like about Sky Moore? What, what do you think maybe he brings that you didn't have? Uh, what, what kind of role do you see for him, at least initially? Yeah, well, I'm curious to see how see how he does. I mean, I didn't get much uh, of a look here, but the thing I liked in college was <clears throat> he was strong, physically strong. Uh, the things they did with him, he, you know, he was, he was very good at. So whether it was a short intermediate game, or it was a long game, um, he could do it all. He has good speed. He's got. Um, you know, good hands. Huge hands. I mean, ten and ten plus hands. So, and long arms. Mm. You know, but he—he's strong. You could see it when you guys saw him on the field out there. He's put together now. So, I look forward to seeing him play. Seems like a smart kid. <coughs> I'm
2: sure this differs with every player, but is there sort of a general process? Because all, all these guys are seen on the field with you guys for the first time. Is there a general process of how you figure out what roles they're going to have once the season does get here?
1: yeah we try to take what they did in college and then work it into you know what we're doing with them, and then you evaluate it so if it's a kid that's coming back, he might have been a safety, but maybe he moved in a corner something like that so um but you, you try to get a get an idea how they move around how well they can pick stuff up I mean you're literally starting at at the ground level <coughs> with these guys so um you know, you got all the fundamentals, um, schemes, your basic stuff.
2: And what have you uh, seen from Tripp McDuffie through these two practices? That, well, we saw him at all three cornerbacks, now, so yeah. these, these three practices.
1: Yeah, he's smart. Um, and he's smooth, he moves around well, good hips, good hands. Um, I, I like the part of being smart when you're playing that position. Leverages become important. How you do those uh, size? How you're going to handle different size players? We got some big receivers that we go against. How are you going to take care of that? So,
3: understanding understanding the practice in shorts, rookie camp, um, early impressions of of seeing Kennard at right tackle.
1: Yeah, I kind of liked him. Yeah, yeah, strong. He's put together now. Long arms, big, thick, moves well. He looked competitive for what I mean, what we're doing out here. Um, so I, I, I like what I saw there. He, he seems like a real sharp kid, though. He picked everything up very easy. Did you learn anything about Carl again, given the limitations of what you're doing out here? Yeah, he goes 100 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Walkthroughs, everything. I mean, I just got we, we had to slow him down. Um, But I'll tell you, um, it looks like he's got a nice feel for the game. Uh, We put some fire zones in yesterday and he moves around well when he's in space. Um, He's got good hands. You know, it looks like for again, this is just what we're little that we're doing. But um, but that motor is probably the thing that jumps out at you. I mean, he he goes and goes
3: balance that as, as a coach, you know, when you have an enthusiastic guy like that and he wants to go 100 miles an hour,
1: how do you teach him to temper that enthusiasm? Yeah, well, it's just, you know, you gotta, at a point you have to think of the other guy. If, if you're going at that tempo and it's a walkthrough and everybody else is doing a walkthrough, then you're gonna get somebody hurt and it might be you. So, just, just go at the tempo that we give you. We're gonna give you plenty of time to go fast, you know. <laughs> He'll be, you know, he'll get that up at training camp and he can go 100 miles an hour and do his thing. So just knowing knowing the, the tempo of the drill team listed he success
4: this time of year, I mean, we're a long way away from, from games and actually do you measure
3: success.
1: Yeah, well, you look at again, they're, they're meeting like crazy. They're in meetings half the day. So you get an idea how they what their retention is. How, how do they take it from the classroom onto the field? Um, you can still see it's all passes, right? I and mean, we're not running the football out there. So you get to see some of their mechanics there and what they can do at all positions and, um, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's really it hard to tell about tackling, which is pretty important and hard to tell about blocking run game. How, how does a defensive lineman transition from the pass to the run? You can't see that. How does an offensive lineman run block? You know, you can't see that right now, so. I mean, you just take it off of bags for those things.
3: Would you listed that Ely as a running back and wide receiver? Just wondering what the plan is with him in particular.
0: It's kind of we had, him a, we had him a running
1: back um, the, this camp here, and he's pretty good at that. You know, he did, did a nice job, but he does have good hands. And um, he's another one with big, big hands, too. So, I mean, he's, he's a He does a nice job.
3: I know you haven't seen the guys tackle, but uh, with McDuffie and Karloftis and Chennault, it looks like your defense is a lot more physical. Is that an emphasis going in? You and Beach talk about that? Well, you're always
1: looking, right? You're always looking for the physical player the best you can. Uh, I mean, they're big kids, uh, particularly the linebacker and the defensive end are big kids. Uh, McDuffie has been a good tackler all the way through. Uh, It's important on the defensive side that you can do that. and so anyway, I mean, we look for that, yes. I mean, to answer your question, yes. I mean, we're, we're trying to be as physical as we possibly can going into the season. And uh, uh, that's something Beach looks at, yeah. Did you see anything from Justin Ross that caught your eye this weekend? <laughs> yeah, so I kind of did. He's a big kid that um, that's smooth and uh, runs well enough. He's kind of feeling himself out here just a little bit, uh, uh, haven't been hurt before so the last couple of years but I'm sure has a lot of talent there and kind of look forward to getting me smart kids smart enough to pick everything up is there still a process to maybe getting him to where he was earlier in his college career I'd probably tell you yeah this he was knocking the rust off here so uh, but you can see the you know you can see the skill there a couple more guys I mean, with
2: the, some talks, there's some of the in you're just wondering if you can sort of reflect on his time here Love the kid. I, I
1: yeah. The you'll miss <laughs> yeah, no, he's great. Great kid. Somebody else have to step into that and, and pick their game up. We we're lucky to have him here where he could uh, guys could see how he rolls and and how he leads. Um, so but I'm, I'm happy that he has a chance to go back home and play like he like he is here with the Saints and they got a good football player and a great person. I know it'd be missed in the community with the things he did there. Again, other guys have got to pick that up and, and go. Um, so, but uh, sure, loved having him here. Great kid, Nate.
2: Um, Justin Ross, Andy, is there sort of a plan that you have had with Rick about how quickly you want to sort of integrate him? Is this sort of should you should we consider him sort of a long process all the way up to training camp in terms of? I don't.
1: I don't think so. I think um, the way phase, they'll come back for phase two. So the last week of phase two, and then they'll get phase three, and then they'll have a little bit of a break. And by that time, he'll he'll know what's expected. He'll see all the running that the receivers have to do, um, and he'll have a chance to talk to the guys. And then he's got training camp. So we'll see how see how it all rolls there. But right now he's good to go, um, and he he did well with it. First day he was a little, he got his orthotics mixed up, but.
5: Other than
3: that, <laughs> we have Pete, Adam, and then Matt. Because we have the first uh, OTA. It looks like May 25th. Can you just bring us between what happens in the building here for now and, and then?
1: Yeah, so once we hit phase three, um, that's when you can go offense versus defense. Well, have the guys for two more weeks in phase two, uh, that's just where it's offense and defense separate. You can kind of scout yourself up with guys holding bags. Um, so. And then once you get into phase three, then then you you can go. You'll start meetings, and, and practice in the afternoon. But you can do offense versus defense.
3: And where is Jody
1: Fortson in his rehab? Is he going to yeah. be out there at OTAs at camp? There's a chance you you get him in in phase three. We'll see, just have to see how that goes. Um, if not, uh, training camp. So he, he's he's done very well with his with his rehab, and. He's another one of those that goes 100 miles an hour and wants to get going. But got to be smart with that, too.
3: Last one, Matt. Uh, Coach, you mentioned a lot of these guys aren't going to be here for OTAs. What's your message to the tryout guys for the effort they gave this weekend and
1: just outlooking the outlook on their career yeah. going forward? Yeah, I told them that. I, I said, listen, your effort was unbelievable. The first day, we were kind of flopping around a little bit. Second day, they bared down and, and did a nice job of learning. We added some new plays. I was yesterday, and then today they, they were smooth. So we did a little red zone today. but. What a great job they did coming in. The effort, the learning—it's uh, like learning French overnight. One of those deals. So um, you got to you got to giddy up and go and spend the time doing it. There's no easy way around it. But you can see that they did that. I was, I was proud of how they
0: handled themselves. Yeah. All right, thank you. <clears throat> what do you think? A few days of uh, NFL practice. I know it's not like heavy, hard hitting practice, but how did you
5: feel like you fit in? I uh, definitely felt like you know I'm getting the hang of it. Um, it's definitely an adjustment. But, you know, working with Coach Man and Coach Spag, they work with you to make sure you're getting your system. Um, we're going through, you know, all the plays thoroughly. So they're real you know, motivating and, um, you know, just helping us all, all the young guys, helping us out, making sure we're getting the plays down correctly and knowing our assignments. Now, what
2: was most overwhelming is if, like, you come in, you've never been to NFL practice, now you don't know any of these guys either. I mean, what's that learning curve like over a few days?
5: Well, there's definitely a learning curve. I wouldn't call it overwhelming, um, just because of the, the cast of guys we have here. Um, there were some older guys who had been through this process before, helping us. Um, you know, and like I said, the coaches, the whole staff—they really do a good job in just making sure you're um, kind of just getting the hang of everything, knowing where things are, knowing what your resources are, and um, just understanding, you know, how to get better, how to make yourself a professional. Initial
3: weekend as a pro, what do you anticipate the biggest challenge is going to be as you make the transition?
5: The biggest transition would probably be just you know making sure um, you know I know what the differences between you know the NFL playbooks and the NFL offenses I've been used to or I, I see now compared to you know of course college playbooks and college offenses so you know just kind of taking that step up um, expanding my mind you know expanding my knowledge but um, you know I felt like this weekend was a huge learning
2: experience and I think I got better. When you talk about understanding playbooks and sort of the, the complexity to it, just um, how have you tried to sort of just get used to that, knowing that you're practicing so quickly with guys that you're trying to build relationship on the field?
5: Right. Well, um, like anything, most of it is repetition. Um, you know, we, we do plenty of film work, um, go over in the film room, and, um, you know, we have access to all the plays, so going home, making sure I'm getting in, um, in the playbook, and also watch, rewatching the film, taking notes. Um, that's definitely something I encourage you to do. So when we do come out here, you know, the next day, and we do walkthroughs and install, you know, you kind of have a better grasp of it. How
3: much of a pride factor was it for you to be drafted out of a Division II school and HBCU as well? I mean, how how did you? Just what was your reaction
5: to that? Right. um, Well, of course, you know, I love all HBCUs, and um, I'm very proud of where I came from. But at the same time, I I know, you know, um, at this you know level, nobody really cares where you came from. Um, You know, it's all about results, honestly. So. Um, you know, I'm kind of just focusing on that. You know, being a professional, i um, getting used to it. Of course, I'm definitely, you know, um, proud like proudful of, of where I came from, and you know, I'm blessed to be where I am and have experienced everything I have. But at the same time, you know, I'm very humble and eager to fit in here.
2: Anything surprised you over the last three days? Surprised
5: me? Um, I wouldn't say surprised me, uh, but I definitely, you know, expected just. The the, the flow of this um, uh, everything is faster here, um, but that's that's things they help you adapt to. So you know that's not too surprising. I knew it was going to be you know faster, more complex, everything. But um, just like I said, the resources they give you to kind of kind of kind of act all the you know change that you're going to be going through is
3: you know it's great. What about the Chiefs beforehand, and what was kind of your reaction to joining the team here?
5: Well, of course, you know, like I'm sure every uh, football fan does, you know, I was always watching the Chiefs play, um, especially through the past few years, all the success they've had. So uh, for, me to be ble- uh, for me to be drafted in this, you know, predicament um, and be in the situation I am, I'm, I'm just blessed and uh, just truly humble, very happy to be here, and, and you know, I want to come in and contribute anywhere yes. I can.
1: Okay. Awesome.
3: over the past three days, is there anything that coach Merrick or coach Bag maybe identified in you personally that okay, you know as you develop here let's let's have you work specifically on this
5: um we're working on everything you know uh, <laughs> i'm I'm not, not to say you know I'm just awful at everything or there's nothing you know, <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, everything's at, you know it's uh completely more complex and at a whole different level so Everything is really just technique. Making sure we're doing it their way and not, you know, the way we're used to, or you know, um, breaking bad habits and and making them into, uh, you know, professional habits and good habits. So. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. All right.
1: thank Thank you.
4: How's
3: it going? You know, as I kind of asked Jalen this yesterday, and obviously it's a seventh round pick, there's a lot of anxious moments that, that occur there. What was it like for you when you got that call from the Chiefs, and how relieved were you to finally hear the, the phone ring?
4: Uh, it was a very humbling experience because, you know, I started my career as a walk-on, and um, just to hear my name and um, my all genes and aspirations came true, um, I'm just grateful to the um, Chiefs organization for giving me a chance to showcase my talent. Did you spend much time with the Chiefs before the draft? Oh uh, no, sir, I haven't. I didn't receive any um things, but I received some things here and there. But they was just a late, late thing.
0: How did the weekend go, um, your
2: first time as a pro?
4: Oh, uh, I felt really good. You know, everything is moving so fast. It's different from college. Um, I got experience from here and there. You know, what I'm saying, but it's just it's just good just to be here and, and living in the now. You know, what I'm saying, taking advantage of all my opportunities.
3: As you got to the final few picks of the draft, did you have an understanding of were there any teams interested in you potentially as an undrafted free agent? I mean, yes. Which, which teams? Oh uh, in- Yes, So
4: I had I had a couple. I had um, New York. Um, I had the Rams um, and I think the uh, Bengals, um, you know what I'm saying? But I was actually on the verge of uh, making a deal, and then they, I got the call, and everything's been history since then. Was, was that
3: the Giants or the Jets? The uh, Giants. And, which, and that was the team that
4: you? That I was going to eventually sign with if I was going to go undrafted free agent.
3: At what point did you realize what the expectations were? Did they catch you up on the championship culture and the
4: attention to detail here in Kansas City? Um, I knew uh, from day one because this is a um, pristine um, organization and um, they have a great history here. So I knew from day one that you have to be a professional. They don't um, care if you're a rookie. I mean, you get some chances, but they expect everything out of you, no matter what round you're from.
2: You, get, you had the barbecue yet?
4: No, sir. I haven't. <laughs> haven't had time.
2: Have, have they um, tried to have you sort of? learn one position in the secondary so far or did you get a chance to sort of move around this weekend um actually
4: so i was actually at the nickel position and um the strong safety position so i was learning two positions in this camp
2: and, cool. and how, how how much of that is similar to what you did in college
4: um that's exactly what i did in college in college i played free safety and nickel um in certain downs and um it's, it's the same thing here so it's just you know what i'm saying i just they see my talent and just put me in position the best to
3: see 4.35 speed in, in the 40. How, how proud are you of that? And are you do you
4: consider yourself maybe the fastest guy out there uh, in the defensive back room? Oh, uh, that's that's uh, I'm just humbled because um, you know I came I came in high school. I mean I was running a, a 46 out of high school. So it just I just put my head down and worked because you know as to walk on you got to earn everything, and um, just to be one of the fastest guys in the room means everything to me. So. It just shows my hard work and determination, because you know what I'm saying there's no excuses. You just gotta go get it, take your opportunities. You, had, you,
3: had you entered you? college
2: as a walk-on.
4: What did they put you on scholarship? Oh, they put me on scholarship the next year. Yes, okay. sir. How
2: much
4: have you interacted with just the veteran defensive backs at all um, I haven't uh, really got um that information yet. Um, I haven't really got to um, talk to them, but I talked to a lot of rookies in the room, and they're very cool and. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like net family. I got all their numbers and stuff like that. So it's really, it's really cool.
0: Who, who are some players that you watch and do you try to draw from
3: and are kind of your your inspiration?
4: Um, Slead. Um, I, I learned a lot from him because um, I played him and actually in college and um, his um, the way he translated from college to the uh, pros is, is excellent. So I'm just trying to you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna pick his brain and learn from him because he's he's um, executing at a high level. What do
3: you like about
4: Jerry's game? Um, I like how fluent he is. Um, physical. Um, he can he plays corner, he plays the nickel, so he knows a lot of uh, positions on this defense, so he's creating value for himself. So that's the biggest thing. It's just somebody that learning from who created value, and that's what I'm trying to do, is create value for myself. I have
3: to ask this because he's also another four point three guy. So so who would win in a race between
4: you and Snead? Oh, that that would be a good that would be a good race, but you know, I, I think I'm more explosive. Um <laughs> that's, that's just me. But for, we'll, we'll have to race one day, but he's he's a pretty fast guy too. I'll watch his um, combine.
6: That's yeah, good? Yeah. I appreciate guys. Thank you. Thank
3: you. Thank you. Thank you. We, uh, we always ask the first year players about their draft day stories. Yeah. Here, I'm sure there was some frustration for you not, not getting the draft. What was your draft weekend like?
6: Yeah, I, I think it definitely uh, came as a surprise to me. Um, you know, a lot of waiting, but. You know, I think team every team had their different reason for, you know, passing up on me, but I'm just super glad, to uh, you know, have an opportunity here at this great organization and I'm just looking forward to, you know, doing my thing in mini camp and making the 53.
3: You obviously have choices as an undrafted free yeah. agent, but why, why the chiefs? What made you decide to sign here?
6: Um, you know, I've had good conversations with uh, coach Daly, the linebackers coach and, uh, you know, I just, I think this organization has done a lot of good things. I mean, you can see it over the years and, um, you know, I felt like there was an opportunity for me here. Um, and I think all those things together was the main reason I decided to. Where,
2: where did they have you start, Mike? Uh, is it, you know, similar to Leo where he's only two positions they're trying to sort of lock you in at one right
6: now? Yeah. So I think all of mini camp, we all just locked in at one, um, and we were just doing that. And then the plan going forward, I think I'll probably bounce around a little bit. I'm not sure whether that's, I'm really not sure yet. Sam, like, well, I mean, my my mindset going into, do it, into it is learn all three and be versatile. I feel like I'm able to play all the positions. Um, so not not much on that right now, but I feel like as we go into camp, i have a better idea.
4: Is there a player in the league now that you can see yourself in the model self
6: after? Yeah. Um, it's hard to—I don't like saying I model myself after a player, but like I respect like attributes to a player. Um, like Fred Warner, I love how he plays side on the sideline. Like he's never out of the play. You know, he makes plays he's not supposed to make in a sense, and I, I take a lot of pride in that. And you know, Darius Leonard, uh, Leonard—he um, he does a great job just punching the ball out, vicious, like crazy, crazy plays. So that—that's what I respect about those two guys' games.
0: When you when you're trying to make a football team, you're not drafted, right? Yeah. This is the first step. Yeah. You, how do you feel like your impression was for the coaches and everyone this weekend? What would your next little bit be like for you to try to make sure you're on top? Of it?
6: Yeah. So I feel like my biggest impression this week was just I'm a I'm a work super hard, be relentless, run to the ball, and you know even in like my note study and you know how, how I'm attentive in meetings, all that stuff, asking questions. And I feel like, you know, this week was really good for me because, you know, I, I've been in a three-three-five 3 high defense for four years. I played about 50 games in one defense and don't know much about four threes. Um, so this weekend was really good for me. And I'm just glad I can use this next week to, you know, take the film, take the playbook, and just, like, hone in on what I can do to, you know, be more comfortable in this defense. So...
2: Throughout, throughout your career, is there, is there one attribute, um, one skill that you felt like you got better between starting at college and 20-year-old right now?
6: Yeah, um, I would say the biggest thing was just using my hands, um, having heavy hands, striking at the right time is huge, um, and I think the disengage off of that, you know, I got long arms, so that's something that, you know, I feel like I can really use at the next level and uh, use to my advantage, so... I think that progressively over the three years, and, and zone coverage, too, just understanding route concepts and stuff like that, really, I mean, you grow in the game in so many ways over four years, so.
3: Yeah, the, the accomplished career at Iowa State yeah. obviously capped it off with Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year.
6: Yeah.
3: How is this process right now? It serves as motivation for you going yeah.
6: forward. Um, you, know, I, you know, I wasn't highly recruited out of high school, um, you know, had to really earn my spot in college, you know, I, you know, I had a good opportunity in front of me and I took it. Um, and like, really, this chip on my shoulder and being counted out, like it's really doesn't feel all too different to me, honestly. So, you know, if there's an opportunity um, to make this team, which I think there is, you know, I'm just going to roll in with the chip on my shoulder. I think a lot of people know I can play and I just got to show that day in, day out. Did you ever make it to a game in Arrowhead while you were in college? No, I didn't. Like my a couple of my best buddies who are from Des Moines originally, uh, they were KC fans and they went down a weekend. But I had I had to stay back because I you know I had to worry about like the next week because it, obviously it's during the season. So but nah, they went down one time and you know I would have loved to went with them, but uh, I had to stay back. So.
0: You're, you're an
2: Ohio kid, right? Yeah. Would you grow up a Browns
6: or a Bengals fan? Or I definitely grew up a Browns fan, but you know, as this became more reality to me, you obviously can't, you know, pick favorites. <laughs> anything, so. yeah. All right, guys, good food. Yeah. Appreciate
1: you guys. Yeah.